Hey, welcome to Let's Stop There. Happy Valentine's Day. We have one hour to read The Cowboy and His Valentine by Casey Rose. This year, our gift to you is Ganesh saying a whole lot of smut and me and Shane feeling very uneasy. Let's stop there. I'm Austin Hanna. Hi, I'm Ganesh Sarma. Hey, I'm Shane Burklow. And this week we have one hour to read The Cowboy and His Valentine by Casey Rose. It's that time of year, folks. Love is in the air. Shane, Ganesh, you excited for Valentine's Day? Got big plans? Any big plans? Yeah. Well, no. Or maybe that's a spoiler for your loved ones. New York City is opening up dining. On Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. Day. <laughs> Heading out. What a day. Yeah, I was thinking about getting some coronavirus. Mmm. <laughs> yum. Yeah, what a day to open everything up when there's the highest demand. Hey, that's Cupid's arrow. That cannot be dodged, even by Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> uh, he said, we got to open up. Love is in the air. That's the antidote, people. Just need a little bit of love. Well, good luck to them. I'll be indoors. And, uh... <laughs> Still sheltering in place until somebody can vaccinate me. We're ways off from there. We're at the bottom rung. Turns out oh, podcasters yeah. are not an essential worker. We checked. Yeah, they. We actually owe them. Yeah, they're t- <laughs> they're taking our blood, <laughs> and we deserve it. Well, yeah, it's uh, things are bleak here on Earth. So let's just let's just talk about this book, huh? Cowboy and his Valentine. I like cowboys, but I hope it's um. I hope it's from like actual cowboy era and not like a modern cowboy. You know it's a modern cowboy. Dude. I have no time for that. If it's modern cowboy, I'm gonna hang up the call. <laughs> well, that'll this might be a short one then. So you think this could be an old West cowboy in his Valentine? Did they have Valentine's Day back then? I don't know the history of it. No. Were people giving each other Valentines back on the OK Corral? Probably not. You think they had Hershey kisses? No. Well, I don't know. When were those invented? That seems like something from... Well, not then. Chocolate was fucking medicine then. Yeah, it still is. <laughs> they didn't have little kisses. Jeez Louise. If you haven't heard this podcast before, what happens is we read a book in one hour. We have one hour to read this book. We're going to jump we around. We read the first yeah. page, the 25%. <laughs> no, Shane. No, 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 no. <laughs> Get your head out of your ass. We don't do that anymore. The percentages were too much. I'm not a numbers guy, all right? I can't run numbers like that. So we're just jumping. Who cares where, when, eventually it'll be over and you can go about your day. Well, on that note, on that positive <laughs> note, this is your first episode. Things are looking up. Uh, <laughs> is there a synopsis for this book? What's going on here? Maybe you can, you mm-hmm. can tell us right now, right off the bat, whether or not this is an old time cowboy or a modern effeminate kind of metrosexual cowboy. I have my finger on the hang up button. So <laughs> yeah, I can read. See it's, it's, your, your video is flickering. It's the buttons so close to being pressed. I'll answer that question in just two seconds. But first, we have a voicemail. Oh, Lord. Somebody tell me. You got to tell me these things, Mr. Producer. Set me up so I can tee these things off. I forgot until just a second. What professional operation we're running. Hey, uh, I heard we got a voicemail. Ganesh, can you play that for us? Hello. Um, hi. So I was listening to y'all's podcast. Um, and you guys said that you wanted to hire someone to manage your TikTok account. And I was like, wait, I have a TikTok. So this is my voice resume. A little bit about me, like how do I sell myself? Okay, I'm 16, but I'm gonna turn 17 in like a few months. I know I'm so old. (laughs) My favorite podcast host is Shane. Sorry, he's just the funniest out of the bunch. Um, everyone should stay on Shane. Shane Nation will 
school over. Uh, um, yeah. If so, let me know if y'all want to hire me. I'm available anytime. Okay. Bye. All right. Wow. Big uh, Shane Stan. We got Shane Stan's out here. First of all, 16, I don't even know if we should be talking to you. So let's get that right off the bat. You're, thank you for listening. I don't know how many Shane Stan's we got out there, but Ganesh, how do you feel? Are you offended? Why would I be offended? There's no, what I mean, she, she singled out Shane. Shane yeah, Nation. He deserves it. Shane wow. Nation is strong. I'm part of Shane Nation. I, You're my, part of Shane Nation? My membership <laughs> arrived last Tuesday. <laughs> I mean, I guess at this point, I have no choice but to join. He got the complimentary scarf that I send out to Shane. Nation Where's mine? Folks. Am I not? Am I? Am I an enemy you of, of the fill state? Out an application. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Jesus. All right. I didn't know. Nobody told me. Awesome. This does this answer your call for TikTok volunteers? Yeah, it does. It looks like we. Yeah, candidate for an internship. I like what I hear. Go getter. Mm-hmm. We have absolutely no way to reach out. Like. What's your email? <laughs> yeah, I don't know you. We don't know you. So if, if you want to run our TikTok. They did leave a second voicemail. Maybe that will answer some of these questions. Oh, my God. I'm so dumb. I didn't say what my name was. Um, my name is. Oh, and I'm from Texas. Uh... Yeah. That narrows it down. Okay. We're going <laughs> to we get out the phone book. <laughs> That's super helpful. Yeah, we have no way to reach out to you. I would just like to say this is hard, <laughs> cold proof that we have at least one Gen Z fan. Or even, is 16 even, what's after that? 16's young. I mean, what's after Gen Z? Is there Us. another Gen below that? No, not that direct. The other direction. Who's younger than Gen Z? <laughs> oh, babies. From Texas. Call us back and let us know what generation you're part of. Also, provide an email so we can send you the TikTok stuff. Yeah, I'll give you the login. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> You run this thing. You take it. You take it and go. We'll let you have it. You know what, guys? I was going to hang up on this call if this was modern, yeah. but Shay Nation is, I got to. You got to hang in there for Shay Nation. <sighs> yeah. Um, okay. You hear that? <laughs> you hear that call to Shay Nation? Is that the Shay Nation marching theme? Shay Nation. The, the enthusiasm for Shay Nation. Uh, Shay Nation's got uh, Ganesh doing his own music use for once. <laughs> What's that I hear? Yeah, what is that? What do I hear? It's throngs of people screaming for Shane. Endless dolphins, angels, 21 gun salute. It's angels. Angels are singing Shane come back. Like from the I movie. just wanted to put it out there that uh, the Austin fans are the silent majority. <laughs> <laughs> they are a, a quiet but numerous people. Mm-hmm. I hear from them privately. Blonde hair, blue eyes. <laughs> No, nothing like that. But yeah, strong jaw. Good build. Um, You're not getting a scarf. So. All right. Well, enjoy your scarf. Thanks for calling. <laughs> that was a real pleasure. But seriously, if you want that TikTok, it's yours. Say the word. Is that what? Read the, uh, what's the synopsis for Cowboy and his Valentine there, Ganesh? All right. Love is in the air, and Cupid's arrows are flying in Rock Springs, Texas. Hey, that's where lives, probably. Somewhere around there. He kissed me on New Year's and turned my world upside down in more ways than one. Then he wants to keep me at arm's length, saying he has to put together this sweetheart's dance and doesn't have time. (laughs) Babe, I don't have any time of putting together the sweetheart's dance. (laughs) And that's when you and me are going to debut. But he won't let any (laughs) other man near me either. I'm getting whiplash from his moods. Oof. Unstable cowboy. Controlling, huh? Firing at the hip. It's time to put my foot down once and for all. Only that completely backfired on me. He plans to be my Valentine this year. No matter what. <laughs> this is threat- it's like a horror story, it sounds like. A threatening. Hey, that's life in the 1800s. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Well, you want to read the book? Well, that's it. I thought you were loading up for more. What a synopsis. Succinct. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Let's hear it. Let's do it. Let's read more. Let's jump in now to presumably the first page of a Cowboy's Valentine, right? Yeah. It has to be. That's it. (laughs) 
of Cowboy and His Valentine. This is chapter one, page one, from Maggie's point of view. Oh, this is a perspective shifter, huh? Could have put on my thinking cap. Who knew a pair of jeans could make someone so happy? I think it's a great way to start the new year. Oh, new year, new jeans. Nothing better. Ooh. That's a shirt. Uh, new year, new jeans? No, then on the back, nothing better. On the back it says, because I made a big mess. <laughs> no, that's... <laughs> No, that's on the baby size. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we got a lot of skews. You could probably put those on the overall version as well. Mm, yes, baby diaper, as it goes. Okay. New year, new jeans. What are we working with? What next, huh? That's another way to finish it up. New year, new jeans. What's next? For years, my parents <laughs> insisted my sister and I wear dresses and skirts, but no pants. At the time, I had no problem with it. Then my sister got married, and then she married into a different kind of family than any of us would have ever expected. <laughs> a jeans family. <laughs> I saw these women in jeans, and my, my third eye opened. They not only welcomed <laughs> Ella with open arms, but me and my whole family as well. So much so that we moved from our small town of Mountain Gap, Tennessee, to the even smaller town of Rock Springs, Texas, to be around them and my sister. Mm, bunch of carpetbagging Yankees coming down south. Bringing their jeans. Brought those northern jeans down here. Uh-uh. Uh-uh, we do boot cut down here. <laughs> None of that taper. That's a city taper right there. <laughs> you take that back to New York City where it belongs. We cut them boot style. The more time <laughs> I spent on the ranch, the more I loved it. But dresses and skirts just weren't practical, so I talked to my parents about wearing jeans. Ooh, <gasps> now that's a conversation. <laughs> Mom and Dad, it's time I sit you down and tell you I like jeans. I'm coming out as a jeans wearer. They're like, no, no, not on a mile roof. If you want to live on a mile roof, you live by my rules. No jeans. <laughs> but father, we're a Dockers family. <laughs> crazy talk. Well, khakis only in this house. I know I don't need their permission. I am 25 years old after oh my all. <laughs> oh, no. That's right. 21, you can drink. 26, you can rent a car. And 25, you can uh, choose jeans. But I, I am really <laughs> close with my parents, and I do still live with them. So their approval made things easier in the jeans department. This is a great opening to a book, honestly. I'm really digging it. So, today, I stand in WJ's. My sister, Ella. <laughs> we gotta go to town and visit WJ's to pick up some jeans. My sister, Ella, and her husband's bar-turned-family restaurant oh. in jeans. Oh, I thought WJ's stood for Wrangler Jeans. <laughs> yeah, who wouldn't? Oh, my camera's all blurry. What happened? <laughs> waving your hand in front of it. I thought maybe it would change the autofocus. Hi. You look good. It's taken a couple years off. <laughs> <laughs> this is my like Barbara Walters Vaseline lens. <laughs> so it takes the wrinkles out. I look 25. Jeans age. That's, that's right. That's right at a jeans coming age. It's also the New Year's Eve party and I'm doing something else for me. I'm taking pictures of the couples. It's my first paid photography gig, even if it was my sister who booked me. That's the next battle I have with my parents. I want to start my own photography business and possibly move out and live on my own. I know they will support the photography business, but it's the moving out on my own they won't be a fan of. They are very conservative uh, and would rather I stay at home until I got married. Honestly, looking back on it, I wish I did that. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Waited on hand and foot, people doing my laundry. Well, your childhood bed was a car frame. You had one of those car beds. Yeah, I that's uh, got me ready for the real world. Now I wish I was back there. It's pretty common in Indian households for you to just kind of stay at home until you get married. I know people that have done that. And yeah. anytime I see that, I'm just like, you know what? I'm really happy I didn't do that. When I finished college, I think my parents were expecting me to move home. Yeah? Yeah. And then you, you bucked expectations That's like right. a trailblazer you are. Can't cage a free bird, so they say. Yeah, now you've done all right for yourself. You're doing great. You're the um, award-winning producer of 
let's stop there. That's right. Damn, I won an award. Yeah. Let's hear the crowd cheer. This is it. This is the ceremony. Okay. Thank you. You won. Being that I have no marriage prospects and don't plan to anytime soon, I'd really like to live my life and not feel like it's on hold until some man comes into it. Though, I guess I should phrase it a bit better than that to my parents. Oh, our turn. Make the baby bump look good. Megan squeals as she and her husband, Hunter, step up to get their photo taken. That sounds right. She's one of Ella's sister-in-laws and now part of my family, too. Oh, one big happy family. She barely has a baby bump and is only about 16 weeks, but she swears everyone can tell now. She stands sideways with Hunter behind her and they both cradle her bump. <laughs> That's the pose. I think I get some special jeans. Yeah. I don't know. Maternity jeans. Mm. Stretchy jeans. My type of jeans. I like a jean with stretch. It feels like you're cheating. Oh, yeah. You are cheating. You didn't earn those jeans. Mm. Do they make maternity jeans that go over the bump? Or is it solely just an underbump thing? They make overalls, buddy. Full body jeans. Look it up. You might like those. That's what I'm asking. I have <laughs> some paternity <laughs> I overalls. I have a bump of my own. Yeah. Those are paternity jeans. <laughs> For big daddies everywhere. <laughs> That's a business idea. Uh, another one for Shark Tank. Paternity jeans for just fattening fathers. <laughs> I'll sleep on it. It's just so sweet. And with some strategic moves, I get the bump to stand out while still making them both look like the cutest couple ever. Adorable. I show them the photos on the computer I have set up and soak in their huge smiles. Oh, Maggie, you're amazing. I love this and I can't wait to frame it in our room. Hey, now let me spin you around the dance floor before <laughs> you get too tired to dance with me. Hunter says. Hunter! As he starts moving her towards the dance floor. With the break in photos, I take in the bar. I had such a blast decorating it with Ella. We spent a day taking down all the Christmas decorations and putting up all the black and gold New Year's ones. I shiver as I think of that day. I took a walk to get some fresh air and ran into Nick. Ooh, <sighs> Nick the cowboy? Or just Nick? Just in this, uh, regular Nick. He asked me out and I turned him down dating just loser nick dating just isn't in the cards for me right now but i still think of his response i'm not giving up so easily maggie you can count on it Ugh, nick the creep yeah i don't like nick it's all i've been able to think about and i've decided i don't want him to give up i just don't know how anything oh. between us will work i know my parents want me to go about it as ella did with a courtship and me i just want to wear jeans well, I just got these new jeans. You got the A-OK -okay from Pops. I already pushed it with the jeans. I don't know about introducing Nick into this situation. Courtship means very minimal physical contact, and you always have a chaperone with you. Ella didn't have her first kiss until her wedding night. Wow. Terrible. You don't like that? Mm-mm. Gotta save your first kiss for the honeymoon. I'm not sure that's how I see myself finding my future husband. Mm. <laughs> husband. My husband. Husband. Husband is now a new official let's stop there word that Ganesh says instead of husband. I thought about dating. Like I've seen it on the TV with kissing on the first date, living together before marriage, and having sex so oh early God. on. I'm not sure that's right for me either. There has to be an option in between. And there has to be a guy out there who's okay with that. Yeah. Let's stop there. A furious masturbator. <laughs> that's the kind of guy you're in the market for. Well, yeah, let's stop there for sure. Bleak stuff here. Yeah, her parents kind of seem like control freaks. Seems like the town from like Footloose. Bunch of fucking weirdos. All right, well, let's maybe things will get better here. I hope Nick's the cowboy. I mean, it seems like it's going that way, right? It's got to be. He's got to be. I don't know. Cowboy Nick. Let's jump ahead and figure it out. Take us there, Ganesh.
guys. I'm ready and raring for more uh, Cowboys Valentine. I'm just winging it. I have not. Even, I don't even have it open. That's the name of the book, right? The Cowboy the Cowboys, and his Valentine. Cowboy and his Valentine. Very good. All right, let's hear more about it. I think I know who the Valentine is. Cowboy? Still to be determined. This is chapter eight. It's from Nick's point of view. Oh, the, the potential cowboy. You better get a good cowboy voice going here. Tonight, I'm tending bar. I insisted because I want to get to know all aspects of the business. If I'm going to be able to help Jason out, it's been a few days since Maggie walked away from me at Mike and Lily's place, and her words still float around my head. I deserve more than to be waiting on someone's back burner for whenever they have time for me. Bit of a mouthful, but yeah, point taken. <laughs> That's a good memory. Yeah, really. You got every, every twist and turn of that sentence. Yeah, because he's a creep. Yeah, I was alarmed when this creepy man approached me, so. The worst part is, she's absolutely right. She does deserve more than me being an asshole because I was jealous. That's exactly what it amounted to. I didn't have time to date her, but I sure as hell don't want anyone else to either, and that's well, that's just not fair to her. Mm-mm. What's he so busy doing? What was that? He's setting up the little... Whoa, I forget from the synopsis. I can't wait to hear that again. He's tending bar, uh, and he's setting up... Uh, a little, dance. little cuties dance or something or other. Mm-hmm. Cuties uh, ladybug dance. Aww. I've been racking my brain for the last few days trying to find a way to make this work. If anything, it showed me I'm not willing to walk away from her. I scan the crowd at the bar again. It's fairly busy, busy being a Friday night, <laughs> and the talk has been completely on the dance. It's all about who's taking who, who's wearing what. A little play-by-play. I've just started zoning them out. I can't keep up with all the hobnobbing and gossiping going on here. Just tonight, I watched two dance dates be set up with the help of a little liquid courage. Now, I'm cleaning the bar while listening to Kelly flirt with Bryce. Anyone with ears can tell she's trying to hint at a date. Bryce is ignoring her hard, but she hasn't given up yet. Hold strong, Bryce. Are you planning on asking anyone to the dance? Kelly asks Bryce. No, my parents are a product of the sweetheart's dance legend, so I take it seriously. Uh, I'll come and show my support alone. Legendary dance. I don't know if I'm ready for this. Where I come from, we take the sweetheart dance seriously. I won't be making a mockery of the sweetheart dance. Not with you and not with anybody. It's where families are made and families are broken. <laughs> I lost a cousin at the sweetheart dance. Well, maybe we can meet and you can spin me around the dance floor a few times. No, I don't dance. Well, he says. Now, I know Bryce isn't a huge fan of Kelly. Not many people around here. These parts are. <laughs> Shit. What did she do? What did she do? I don't know. Everyone likes Sage and Colt. Of course. Yeah, they're pretty popular in this town. Kelly was a huge part in what kept them apart for so many years. She spread so many lies between the two, and they both believed her instead of just talking to each other. All right. Keep up with me here. Sage is Jason's adopted sister. And when Colt's mother died and he needed a place to stay... Jason's parents took him in too. I already forgot. Do you follow? Uh, no, I can't. I can't. I can't remember those names. And by that point, Sage and Colt were best friends, I guess. And well, things just grew from there. I told you I'm not a numbers guy. The numbers are getting too high in this book. Too many characters. I'm not a people person. -uh. I don't know. I don't know these names. Bad memory, too. So I just got a firsthand account of the whole relationship. Bryce dated Sage for a while, and when she and Colt weren't together, they parted as friends, and when Kelly made a huge scene in the diner right after Sage and Colt got back together, Bryce was the one to swoop in and put an end to it. That fed the gossip mill for weeks round here. In these parts... Too much internal politics of this friendship. Don't care. Where's the cowboy and where's his valentine? What are they drinking? What's he pouring at the bar? What's your guess, Ganesh? I'll tell you what. Sprite. Sarsaparilla. Sarsaparilla. Oh, I thought all cowboys drink Sprite. A little Sprite and Sarsaparilla. An S&S. Delicious. The modern cowboys drink. I think they're all sipping 
horrible shots of fireball. Mm, that sounds good to me. I would love a shot of fireball right now. Oh my God. You guys are crazy. You young guys. Yeah. It's crazy. Me and Ganesh are fireball guys. What can I say? I like a big, uh, I want a Dasani bottle full of fireball that I can drink. That's like a freshman near college kind of thing. Yeah. A Dasani bottle full of any sort of liquor, really. Oh, yeah. Like aristocrat vodka. Jesus. Remember that, Ganesh? Remember those uh, days? Yeah. Remember when we, we had some older guy buy us liquor when we were like 18 and we were like, yeah, he was like, how much do you need? And we were like, we all got like a handle each because we didn't. <laughs> yeah, dude. Everybody didn't gets a handle because that's what you need when you're 18 years old to get drunk. <laughs> hey, it doesn't go bad. Keep it around. We thought it did. We treated it like it went bad the that's, next day. That's true. Yeah. Nightmare. Yeah. No good. Well. Hey, that's life. Well, it's, uh, this is, uh, hopefully we get some more value. Did we, we stop, right? We're done with that section? Are you done? No. Oh, okay. I thought I heard you say stop. Sadly, that wasn't the last of it. She tried to break Sage and Colt up one last time here at the bar. By sitting on Colt's lap right in front of Sage, Colt dumped her ass so fast mm. that she fell right mm. on her butt. Mm. Whoa. And it was the only time any of us can remember him yelling at a woman. <gasps> what a gentleman. Kelly ran off crying and everyone said she deserved it. Thankfully, Sage and Colt were able to work it out, and I heard Sage got her revenge. Something about a early wake-up call service. Since then, Kelly has been labeled high maintenance, and no guy will go near her, even for a one-night stand. Oh my god. Sage hired a a guy to break her shins and kneecaps with a bar before her big ice routine. Yeah. Sound familiar? I did see her leave with a trucker passing through last weekend, so I guess she's moved on to non-locals. I think if she hadn't signed a lease on her shop on Main Street, she would have packed up and left after the whole Sage and Colt thing. I can teach you how to dance. Kelly purrs oh. in a way that gives me shivers, and not, not the good kinds. Tell me about it. She runs her fingers up Bryce's arm and he pulls away. I didn't say that I don't know how, just that I don't. Please stop, Kelly. You're wasting your time with me. Whoa. <laughs> That's a good place. I hand Bryce another beer, and he nods at me, stands up, and walks away. Kelly glares at me like I'm the whole reason Bryce walked off. I know it's worthless, but I figure I'll give it a shot anyway. You're trying too hard, Kelly. People have long memory that if you want people's opinions of you to change, then you need to show them that you've changed. Push him, Bryce. Like that, it's the old Kelly crap. Well, wait, is Kelly the perspective that we read in the first part? No, that was Maggie. Okay. Maggie. Okay, so Kelly is not Maggie. Got it. No, don't care much for Kelly. I'm tired of Kelly's story. Can we say, let's stop there? Oh, yeah. Say so did the bell. it. He did it. Ring that bell. Come on, air warm. the alarm. <laughs> he did it. Let's get out of here, folks. Woo! We're stopping there, people. We're jumping ahead now to some other yeah. chunk of this freaking book. This is uh, about halfway, halfway through the goddamn book. Cowboy and his Valentine. I want to see. I want to hear. I want to see some cowboy stuff. I want to see some wrestling and some hog tying. Oh yeah, yeah. Some uh, bucking broncos. What else do cowboys do? They uh, put shoes on horses. They uh, move cattle through. They help uh, birth birth cattle. Yeah, that's right. They birth cattle. Right, they put right. they put down horses that have a bad leg. No way. They drink whiskey. Uh, they play cards. A lot of things, Ganesh. 
They play Candy Crush. They play Candy Crush. Oh, what kind of shoes they're putting on them horses? Air Force Ones? <laughs> yeah, Air Force Ones. All right, let's jump in. Let's hear it. Enough funny business, all right? Enough small talk. Did Seabiscuit... I mean, okay. Excuse me? Excuse my sea. Excuse my sea biscuit. But look, uh, going back to horses, horse racing. We never left horses. Is Nike in there? Are they in the biz? Are there Nike horseshoes going on? These yeah, dude. stallions. Uh huh. Under Armour. Yep, they got Nike, Under Armour. There's Jordan. There's Adidas. It's a whole subculture of the horse racing industry that, frankly, there's not enough attention paid to. Yeah. There's big contracts, sponsorship deals. Yeah. All right. Seabiscuit was a Converse guy. Yeah, because it's a yeah. sign of the times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's actually smart marketing because when he was like, I can't see out there, he means C for Converse. There you go. And by he, I mean the actor who played the jockey who wrote Seabiscuit, Toby McGuire. Secretariat wore high heels. I think we're done with this. Let's... <laughs> this is chapter 13 from Maggie's point of view. Hey, welcome back, Maggie. As soon as I left the bar, I called Megan. I needed an emergency girls' night. No bombs. <laughs> That's right. That's a good rule of thumb. So you're saying dads only? We're talking dads only. Just Ella's sister-in-law, Riley, Sage, Megan, and Sarah. Of course, Ella and Lily will be there, too. No, a girls' night with no moms. Kind of rude to the moms. They don't count as girls for girls' night. What the moms ever do? Birth, yeah. You ever had a boys' night and invite your dad? I thought they just meant no friends who are also moms. Oh, that would be cruel, dude. That's what I thought was happening, right? I haven't seen Sarah in a while, but I know Riley has been keeping her up to date on everything with Nick because she texts me and tells me so. Girls' night is always held at the house on the side of the property that Sage and Colt work. The guys go to Blaze and Riley's side of the house where Blaze's parents still live. Oh, I thought the guys were going to Blaze. Uh, Spark up. Hit the cigarettes. Hit those wacky cigs. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Yeah. Smoking that herb, dude. That Marlboro herb. That's the sticky tobacco. stuff. Tobacco. Tonight, Hunter's mom is hosting a mom's night at her place where Helen and my mom are going to go hang out. And the dads, well, they're going to a guy's night. All right. Enough said. I guess the moms sent food over and the guys will play poker. And instead of money, they'll bet candy. Ooh. And other food items. The most coveted item being their chips using Helen's brownies. Uh, okay. Yeah. Keep, what else? I heard my mom say Helen and Donna were going to expose her to the movie Magic Mike. My poor mom. <laughs> my poor mom's going to get horny. No, they're just, um. My poor horny mom watching Magic Mike. They're just big Soderbergh fans. <laughs> Yeah, they just wrapped up a rewatch of the Ocean series and thought, what else? Their moms are a big fan of Traffic. Well, I was watching Traffic, and I saw you also directed this movie called Magic Mike. <laughs> I figured it might be a good next step in the Soderbergh universe. Did he do Traffic? I'm starting to second guess myself. He did. I literally was on the Steven Soderbergh Wikipedia yesterday, and that's not even a joke. <laughs> I can tell you a lot about him right now. Because I watched Ocean's Eleven yesterday. It was a good time. I watched it by choice, too. I want to see the basketball one he did. Came out like two years ago. What's that called? I don't know. Well, save it for the Soderbergh podcast. All right. What's that called? On tap, the Soderbergh podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's good enough. My brain's not working so hot that I could just come up with a Steve Soderbergh pun in two seconds. So that leaves us girls up to our own devices. Sage and Riley. Soderbergh and fries. <laughs> Boom. Sage and Riley set up a taco bar for us. There are desserts and margaritas. I've only been to one other girls' night since Ella joined the family, and they are fun. Mm. Man, are you jealous you'll never be able to go to a girls' night? No. I'd love to go. Why? Somebody put a face mask on me. Why can't you do that at a boys' night? Oh, you want to do it? You want to get together and put on face masks? Yeah, we could. We've had boys' nights in the past. Let's do it. We could have a we should have a boys spa day. We should, dude. We oh, should. Oh yeah. Let's hit, let's hit the sauna. I want to be in a sauna with you guys. Oh yeah. my god, that sounds incredible. Let's go get that COVID special. 
Let's all sit in a hot room of steam together. <laughs> Just trade our, in our respiratory infections with each other. All right. Read more. Everyone he is here and has their plates of food. We ditch the dining room and are all curled up in the living room eating when Megan turns to me. Well, it was Maggie who called this emergency meeting, so let's let her start the night off. We're here for you, girl. With whatever it is. I think my face turns bright red. It's hot. I'm very nervous about this. Oh, she's turning red. This must be about Nick, Ella says. This is what I love about these girls. This is a judgment-free zone, and they just want to help. Well, I'm sure you all know by now. I'm not courting like Ella did, I say as I watch all the heads nod. Well, I guess I'm just out of my element, and I would love some perspective from those who know more about the dating world. We have a... See, Ella's a dress gal, and I'm, I'm wearing jeans, so you're going to have to show me the ropes. We have a date at his place on Saturday. Wait, his place? Doing what? Well, sucking. Sorry, crude. Is that a Soderbergh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sucking and sucking too. Well, he said dinner and he wanted to show me the property and the house. I bet. Mm hmm. Get a good look at my land, if you know what I'm saying. Check it out. 0.23 acres. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shared uh, courtyard. <laughs> I haven't done too well for myself. Not a lot to look at, honestly, but uh, no. <laughs> it's, uh, let's me get some fresh air every now and then. Well, how far have you gone with him so far? Well, we have sucked. K I S S E D a few times. S U C K E D E A C H O T H E R O F F. Well, did you like kissing him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More than I think I should. <laughs> well, that's a good sign. When you feel like that from a kiss, <laughs> then there's a good chance he could be the one. But generally, him inviting you to his house for dinner, well, that means sex. Gonna be a little bit more than kissing as S-E-X, my friend. My mouth drops open. Gala? Uh-huh. But we've only been on one other date, and it wasn't even really a date. My mind goes blank after that statement. No, he can't possibly, can he? Mm -mm. Well, Nick knows you and your situation. Chances are he wasn't thinking about sex, but truly about showing you around his place, cooking for you, taking care of you. You really need to figure out... Sucking? <laughs> Sucking you off. <laughs> Sucking, sucking, sucking on and off. Are you proud of yourself right now? <laughs> I'm having a good time. <laughs> Am I proud of myself? No, this is not one of my prouder <laughs> moments in life, for sure. Well, it's going to be a date, Austin. <laughs> Cooking for you, taking no? care of you. You really need to figure out how far you want to go with him and let him know your boundaries. I know he'll respect them. R-E-S-P-E-C-T-E. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that's good. It's funny you, you it. read words when they're all put together, but when it's blocked out like that. <laughs> no, he's he spelled it right. Good job, Ganesh. Get to the Ganesh a round of applause. <laughs> Thank Get you. Here. Yay! He did it. Good job. Hold on. Before we read more, I gotta remove my cat from here. Uh, sounds like a you problem. Whoa. Aww. Look at those Aww. lights. It's cool. See his butt crack. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're one to talk. <laughs> yeah, no, my butt crack's always out, dude. I don't make pants big enough. <laughs> Ain't that right? Ain't that right? Saw your butt crack, Austin. Oh, nice, dude. <laughs> Sorry, I'm wearing sweatpants in my own home. I'm loving life in my squishy pants. <laughs> squishy pants? Huh? <laughs> now, they shouldn't be squishy, my friend. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to 
<laughs> All right, we're not talking. I've, I've made a vow to not talk about pants anymore. He's going to lure me back in. Now I've got joggers on. It's really cold out there and in here. Yeah. I'm all bundled up. I got my sweater on. Yeah, the heat's not doing a good enough job. Oh, well. Good thing global warming's coming soon. Be hitting the fucking pool December 2080. Yeah, that's what they say. Invest in pools. And don't do anything else. Invest in inland pools. And that's why I put all my stock in Lucas Lagoons. You know that, that Discovery Channel show? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's got to be the most obscure reference. I've never heard I've of Lucas Lagoons on Discovery Channel. Insane pools off the deep end. Damn. I feel like I should watch that. Is that can I stream it? Those episodes. It's incredible. I don't know if I caught like a special, but when I did watch an episode, it was like two hours long. Is that right? The way they do it now is weird. They take a bunch of episodes now and compress them down and put those as like one long episode. But the way it used to be, it was just like you would show up to a family's house. Family would be like, hey, we would love a great pool with like a water feature, maybe like a, a cheeky lagoon in there. <laughs> cheeky. Ooh. People were like, yo. I need something from, cool for my kids because I don't want my kids to hate me for having a cool pool with nothing they like, you know, shit like that. And then they build this dope ass pool and it's got like grottos and lagoons. Sounds legit, man. Yeah, man. They bring in rock from Tennessee, some special ass Whoa, rock. Tennessee rock. Tennessee shale. And the, the people involved are pretty funny. They're weird. Sounds like a real freak show, huh? In the Duck Dynasty, a treehouse masters vein. Yeah. That's it. That's TV. Cool. That's, that's that simple. All right. What, where were we? Were you in the middle of a page? What if I want? I can't even bring myself to say it, but having his mouth on more than my lips makes me feel hotter than I thought possible. Ooh, right on my butt. His hands on my bare, his, his hands on my bare skin. Him inside me. <laughs> Whoa. Two fingers up the nose. I want that so much more than I want to admit. Hey. There's nothing wrong with wanting it, Maggie. We were raised to think there is, but the church was wrong. I couldn't go out and sleep with just anyone, but there's nothing wrong with it if this is what you want. That's right. All right, let's stop there. All right. Hey, it sounds like they're going to do it. Are you ready? I don't know. Yeah, I'm excited. I hope, it's, I hope that's what's happening when we jump ahead. I want to get right into it. Get right in the middle. You want to see some passion? I want to see some butt cracks, dude. You know what I'm saying? Looks like you're in the Valentine's Day spirit. Yeah, I'm ready for romance and sex. Hot fictional sex. Let's jump ahead, see if we get it. <laughs> see you there. Something good's around the corner. And the cowboy and his valentine. All right. This is from Nick's perspective. What chapter? What chapter? I don't know. It's just in the middle of a chapter. Oh. Okay, that's fine. Chapter 69, I hope. I admit to her I know nothing about cars because I was always in the kitchen with my mom. I don't like cats, but I always keep one in the barn to help with mice. And surprisingly, when I was younger, I hated barbecue. What? Something ain't right with Nick. Uh-uh. Sounds like this guy needs to be fitted for a pair of uh, tapered city jeans. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This guy's got to wear culottes. Maybe he's more of a Carolina Q guy. That's me. I love a nice vinegar barbecue. Because Texas barbecue. Saucy. I don't know. It's too saucy. No, I mean, it's good. I don't know What's about it. What's wrong with you? Texas barbecue is great. It's good. It's fine. It's not my favorite. It's good. It's not my favorite. I'm a Carolina Q guy. Take me down to Chapel Hill. I've been telling everybody, my family and friends, I've been getting into Q. And it's that Carolina Q, dude. Vinegar <laughs> stuff. It's delicious. People are, I'm losing friends over it, but I stand by it. It's the best barbecue there is. <laughs> People keep telling me I'm crazy. I say, listen, if you don't believe in Q, then I don't know what to tell you. It's good stuff. <laughs> Tastes good. She insists on helping to clean the dishes and the conversation flows so easily that by the time we sit back down on the couch, we're already laughing and smiling. Hey, you're so beautiful when you smile like that, I tell her. Oh, wow. Got away with words, Nick. Her lips part and her breathing picks up. <laughs> 
and I can't stop myself from leaning in for a kiss. Well, you know, when someone's hyperventilating, best time for a kiss. <laughs> oh, that's my sign. <laughs> kiss her wide open mouth. She kisses me back, hesitant at first, but then a switch flips and her arms wrap around my neck. You're going to sleep now, buddy. <laughs> this is just, just took a self-defense class. As she pulls me in close, I deepen the kiss, letting her take the lead. This is her show, and I don't want to push her into something she doesn't want or isn't ready for. But at the same time, I really don't want to stop her from something she is ready for. That's right. Nick's riding the line. Good guy and cowboy. I'd love nothing more than to just sit on the couch with her like this and make out all night and not take it any further than kisses. Yikes. Just a painful boner all the way to bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's Nick's style. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, all. I'm in that Valentine's Day mood. His Sorry. Screen name is um, Cream and Jeans. <laughs> Even jeans since 75. Sorry. Go on. Whatever. Just having her lips on mine is as easy as breathing, and it's all I can concentrate on, so I don't realize that she's crawled into my lap. Ugh, like a cat. Curled up. Yeah. Coughing up hairballs. <laughs> Until she grinds down on me. It's like a bucket of cold water thrown on the moment. Oh, I want her so badly that stopping here is one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. But I want to make sure. Oh, he's going to say, let's stop there in the book now. I want to make sure she understands what she's doing to me. Baggy. Bad. <laughs> sweetheart. You do too much of that. I won't be able to stop myself from taking this further than kissing. Oh, we may get some rubbing. Heavy petting, perhaps. She whimpers and grinds on me again. Yeah, what the fuck? I want to go further than kisses. I want hugs. I want you, she whispers in my ear. I want you. I want to have sex right now. She whimpers <laughs> and grinds. There's no way this sweet, innocent girl has any idea what she's doing to me right now. Do you know? I'm sorry, but whimpering and grinding is just not doing it for me. Not, that's making me feel gross. <laughs> Grinding. Do you know what that means, Maggie? She nods. I want more than kissing. I need you. No sex tonight, Maggie. I say in a stern voice, even if she thinks she's ready, I know she isn't. No sex. I pro. I no. Are you having trouble? I don't know who's saying <laughs> these things. Short, short circuit. No sex. <laughs> I promise to stop you when we hit my limit. I swear she gives me a pout and I'm done. I flip her over so her back is on the couch and I'm over her. I'm going to put that promise to the test. I kiss her and I make her way down her neck. She throws her head back for easy access. I move my lips <laughs> Yada, 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 bing, bang, bong. Hand moves up thigh under her dress. When my hand makes it to her silk underwear, I run my finger over her slit and the fabric is soaked. Oh, my God. Oh. oh, no. Forget everything I said about the classy. Uh, high high brow romance. I'm trying to hear somebody say slit. This isn't Valentine's Day shit. This ain't Valentine's Day slit. No way. You don't say you don't say that. Uh uh. No chance. You don't see those on the chalky candies. Mm -mm. <laughs> Little Valentine's Day hearts. <laughs> Just says slit on it. Uh uh. Wow. Not Dis on this holiday. Disgusting. Is this the best episode to include that voicemail on? <laughs> <laughs> Attaching that to all this shit. More, she gasps. Well, I'm sure she doesn't know what she needs more of, but I know what I, what kind of I, uh, it's hard to read. It's not written like the order I'm used to reading these words in. I know what kind of more I want. Baggy, baby, please. I want to taste you. I want to put my mouth on you. This is the least sexy book ever. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I run my fingers under her panties and almost come in my pants. 
Does it actually say that? Does it actually say yeah. that? Well, hey. Wow. Can I? Can I come in my pants? Please. please. <laughs> yes, Nick, please. I sit up and I slide her panties down and I put them in my pocket. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I'm feeling These ill. These babies, I plan to keep a memento from not just. Are you kidding? <laughs> what? Barf. Yeah, I feel sick. <laughs> I feel ill. I'm like pale. Hey, I'm, I'm lightheaded. I gotta lay down. Should have brought a bucket to sit next to me. Yeah, yeah. truly. A memento from not just Maggie's first time having a man's mouth on her, but her first time having my mouth on her. Wait, so he's. <laughs> this is before their first kiss. <laughs> No, they've been kissing. Have they kissed? No, yeah, they've thought... kissed. They're ki- they were just oh, kissing. Kissed. Oh, yeah, you're okay, good. I was like, this is the wrong order for mouth touched to body. But no, it's not. It's the right order. In any order, I don't know if you just slyly put someone's panties in your pocket. Well, that's a, you know, that's a, that's his problem. I think it's a crime. Yeah. This man's a freak. That is petty theft, sir. Panty theft. Can you hear that? Is that your cat? It's my yeah. cat banging on the door. He's like, please stop. Stop <laughs> reading. Yeah, you're, you're, everybody's telling us this is a mistake. Stop. Well. Is there more? Do you want to stop? Hold on. Just let, let my cat right, get tired fine. real quick. Okay. I push her dressed up her waist and get my first view of her. We should stop. <laughs> <laughs> What's up there? I feel like I ran a mile. Yeah. I want to get hit in the head with a baseball bat. Well, maybe that's coming up in the last page. How? I mean uh, me, my body, my physical body. Yeah. I'm going to call a guy. He'll be there in a minute. All right. That's how we're going to finish the book. Better work quick. All right. Yeah, that was a trip. Let's jump to a non-that part. The last page of The Cowboy and His Valentine. This is the end of the road for the cowboy and his valentine. Let's check in on him. Seems like things were going well last time, so I don't know what could have happened in the last stretch of the book. Ganesh, try to say any dirty words this time. Get me hot and bothered. This is from Nick's point of view. I take a deep breath and send up a silent prayer as I walk out to the parking lot. I spot Jason's truck easily and they get my first glimpse of Maggie. She doesn't see me right away, so I get the chance to just stare at her as I make my way across the parking lot. Nice. She's in a deep purple dress that looks like it was molded to her from the waist up. Around her waist is a pink lace belt that matches the color of her dress perfectly. From the waist down, the dress flares out a little bit, and it's wavy and loose. The moment she looks up and sees me, her eyes go wide. Maggie, you look breathtaking, I say, my voice hoarser than I'd have liked. Her cheeks have a pink tinge, which, when she finally gets a glimpse of me, you look really good too, Nick. There's a question in her eyes, even if she doesn't voice it, so I answer it for her. Maggie, I asked you to be my date, and for me, that hasn't changed. Believe in the sweetheart's dance legend or not, but I couldn't have you walk in under that arch alone. I've never walked under it, and I was really looking forward to doing it tonight. I wish we heard a little bit more about the sweetheart dance Ooh. Uh, part of the lore. Yeah, I'd love to hear about like the lighting, the types of mm. music, Ganesh. Definitely. Yeah, Ganesh. Come on. She hesitates a bit before turning to look at Ella. I hope Ella is giving her an encouraging nod because I don't want to take my eyes off Maggie. I, I couldn't if I tried, because I don't want to miss her answer. <laughs> All right. When her eyes met mine again, I think she's going to say no until a small smile crosses her face. Okay. She whispers. Oh, geez. Oh, shucks. I want to jump for joy and sag with relief at the same time. Oh, woo! I'm thankful <laughs> that I'm able to collect myself <laughs> enough to walk Why? to her side and place her arm in mine. Woo! 
Oh man. Oh, Jason geez. and Ella walk in ahead of us. Oh, he just dabbed. Yeah, Keisha's dabbing. He's still dabbing. Just before we walk in the door, I turn to her again, soaking in the moment. Ooh. Once the door opens, the music gets louder and the whole atmosphere changes. There's electricity in the air. Damn, they got that down there in 1800s? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's the Old West still. Maggie lets out a small gasp, feeling it too. Jason and Ella walk under the arch hand in hand with huge smiles on their faces. Now that it's our turn, I want to slow time down. Let me soak in this moment a bit longer. Maggie looks up to me with an enormous smile on her face in my heart. Well, it's racing, buddy. Her smile is contagious, and I smile right back at her. With her arm still tucked in mine, we take the first steps towards the arch. Then, time really does seem to stand still. For real. For real? For real this time. The music from the band, Modest Mouse, I believe, and the noise from the crowd what? all fade away as we step under the Sweetheart's Arch. Are they playing Lonesome Crowded West? Moon in Antarctica? Or yeah, the deep cuts. <laughs> Modest Mouse B sides at the little sweethearts dance. Uh, those ain't no B sides, bud. That's the foundation. <laughs> That's said the crazy man at the corner of the sweethearts dance. The room crackles with electricity, <laughs> and we both stop and look above us, where the noise seems to be coming from. Then we both look at each other. Time stops, and it's just the two of us in this quiet little bubble. We take another step and pass through the arch and the time vacuum we were in ends. And all sounds and lights come rushing back to us. And the next moment, it's my mom's voice I hear next to us. Oh, you felt it, didn't you? The crackling and like time stood still. What is this? I think they died like a gas leak at the, in hell? the sock hop. I nod, unable to voice my thoughts. Yeah, I felt it too when I walked through it with your daddy. The sweetheart's arch has matched a new generation. Oh. It's like the sorting hat, but for lonely freaks. There's no denying that sparks are flying like crazy now between Maggie and me because of this magical freaking arch. Every place <laughs> she touches me, even the slightest bit, it's like pop rocks popping under my skin. Yeah, ooh, ouch. No, no, thank you. Not in the bedroom. The closer she is to me, the more peaceful I feel. But the further she gets, the more anxious I am. To take a moment to think, I pull her right on the dance floor and into my arms. Oh, I hold her so close as I spin around that dance floor. And I let go. And she's gone. <laughs> I let go and she flies away. <laughs> Be gone. <laughs> Be gone. <laughs> Fly away. Maggie, I hardly knew you. <laughs> Au revoir. If you love something, let it go. You felt that too, right? She whispers against my ear. Yes is all I'm able to say as I collect my thoughts. Yes. How romantic. Yes. I know she read the text, <laughs> but I need to get this out of the way so we have a chance at enjoying the night without it hanging over our heads. I never asked Laura in here, I say. I know. Ella and I had a good talk the other night. I wouldn't put it past her to try and break us up, thinking she could win you over. I don't think it's about you. I think it's about bettering her restaurant with your name. Oh, I let that tumble around my pretty little head a little bit. I knew there was a way. Maggie's tilapia hideout. Mm. I would go there and get some fish tacos. Actually, if they're in Texas, I'm not eating that. Why not? Too far. Too far from you right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, too far from the ocean. I'm not sure you're like, uh, there's coastal Texas. Yeah. You ever seen a map? I've seen the map. <laughs> The map. I am the map. The agreed upon map. Is this over yet? No. <laughs> Ali, kicking it to high gear, fella. It's a nice scene, okay? Uh-huh. You don't like it? I want to see somebody's member. You don't like true love? No, I don't want to see a member. I do want to hear more about, like, the lighting. Shane's interested in the, the actual setup. In the punch bowl. Mm-hmm. Open bar. I don't know. Definitely. I knew there was a way she wanted to use me. She was very competitive at the competition, and, well, I guess she didn't take to losing to me as well as I thought she done did. I'm sorry I ever took you to her place when we were in Dallas, I tell Maggie. If I had never taken her there, none of this would ever have happened. This is not your fault, Nick. I'd like to think she made us stronger because I learned a lot about myself in the last few days. Oh, yeah, like what? 
I ask, desperate to keep her talking because I think I might like where this conversation's going. That I'm stronger than I ever thought I was. That my gut instinct was right about Lauren and her intentions once again, and I should trust it. I also learned how much I love you. Say it again. Oh, <laughs> way to ruin I it. I love you, Nick. One more time. <laughs> Louder. I love you too, Maggie. With all my heart and souls, I love you. <laughs> Multiple souls? Yeah, he's got weird religious beliefs. Oh, okay. They never really get into that. She throws her arms around my neck, and right there in the middle of the dance floor, with most of the town watching, I kiss her. I try Two quick to, ones. I try to keep this kiss rated PG while showing her how much I love her, but it spirals out of control quickly. Uh-oh. Start licking each other's tongues. <laughs> They're making a scene. Town folk won't like it. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> what, are they having sex? What are you yadding? Out of the corner of my eye, I can see Maggie's parents front and center watching. I pull out the box that's been hiding in my pocket and I open it. Inside is my grandma's wedding ring set. The 1920s stone surrounded by small diamonds and it glitters from all sides. I loved seeing my grandma wear it as a kid. And I hope... <laughs> Who thinks that about the grandma's wedding ring? I loved seeing my grandma wearing her wedding ring. <laughs> I just love the way I looked on her. She wore it well. Make sure you leave that to me, Grandma. I hope to see it on Maggie's finger really soon. Maggie, the day you walked in here with Ella, the day I can remember still pretty clearly. You were in a blue dress with leggings and those sandals you like to wear all the time. Before you got a good pair of boots, your hair was up in a messy bun and not a stitch of makeup on. My world stopped spinning. Life was busy and it wasn't until New Year's when I made my move. I kissed you at midnight and you ran off. The crowd laughs a little bit. Well, I don't regret it because it brought a fear. It brought me to you. Maggie, you're nothing like the girl I thought I'd marry because I didn't know a girl like you even existed. I didn't know enough to dream you up. But now that I've met you, I can't never let you go. I promise to show you every day how much I love you. I promise to cook you any meal you want and let you be my official taste tester. And I promise to build you a photography studio so you can live your dream like I'll be living mine. So, what you say? Will you do me this <laughs> honor and be my wife? Yeah. Is that how you proposed? Yay. Yeah, dude. That's how you do it. Word for word. You got to have a long speech. Yeah. Did you? Did you have a long speech? I did have some words planned, and I don't remember how much of it all I said. I don't think I said any of it, really. I had all this, mm. all this stuff planned, and I froze. But then you did it anyway. I did it anyway. You, ad you ad-libbed? You rift? Yeah. You know, just speak from the heart. Now you're hubbing. Yes! She says and throws herself around <laughs> me before I can even stand up. The crowd cheers. As I slide the ring on her finger, Modest Mouse starts playing again. What's with all the Modest Mouse? All right, cool. Is that really in the book? No. Oh. Uh, can you just a damn liar? I bet it was just... I can't trust the thing this guy says anymore. Fucking float on. Basics. Well, that was fun. Fun little love story with a little bit of hot sex action. It was something. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Give this to your loved one. Get wrap it, Download this as an MP3 and wrap it up and give it to your loved one. Burn it to a CD. Yeah, CD-ROM. Google CD-ROM. You want to put it on there. And then you take that CD and you put that in a Walkman, you see? And then you use a paperclip to hold that lid open. And then you take a Sharpie, and while the disc is spinning, you draw on it with a Sharpie, and you make some cool art, and then you can give it to them as a, a unique present. That's a good idea. Good work. Good work, Dust. Pat ourselves on the back for this one. Yeah, that's that. Thanks for listening. Hey, you got any parting thoughts here? That's it, huh? Everybody, uh, everybody have a good Valentine's Day. Hope you guys have all your dreams come true. You too. Thanks. I will. Ganesh? Yeah? Bye. All right. Thanks for listening. You can find us at uh, what's up there, uh, dot com. right? We got that right. Thanks to, I'm getting this all out of order. Thanks to Chris Linkwist for our art, for Morris Reese for our music. Uh, let's stop there on social media for the most part. Just check out the show notes. We'll have our social media down there. Give us a phone call. You could be on the show just like our poor listener earlier who got saddled with this uh, this episode. What's that number, Ganesh? 567-309-0357. Call up. 
leave a voicemail. We'll answer your questions. Still taking applications for the TikTok. Listen, it's not a done deal. It'd be good to have some competition. <laughs> you don't always want to go for the first candidate, you know, yeah, when you're hiring. You got, you got to have a good sample size and then and go from there. You got to pit them against each other. That's how it works in the biz. So, yeah, if we got anybody else interested, reach out. That's it. That's the whole show. All right. That's that. Thanks. See you around. Have a good Valentine's Day. going oh i need to find a spot the g spot you know what i'm saying pick a nasty spot yeah get nasty search for uh cock search for pussy and cock i'm not doing those (laughs) what about jizzle (laughs) (laughs) yeah but holes buttholes and uh uh, lube lubed up i'm not seeing any sex what kind of Fucking bullshit book. Doesn't have gratuitous sex in it. What about coitus? Coitus. Yeah, search for coitus. <laughs> maybe this is a. Maybe this is like the the uh, the thinking man's balls uh, erotica. No, not balls. That's for the low low lifes like us. Get a search for uh, labia. Leave <laughs> <laughs> the labia in there. Labia. You know, if we're looking for it, it's no fun. We gotta find it. Also, don't say labia like that again. Labia? <laughs> <laughs> like Tim Allen from uh, Home Improvement. Uh, 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 Get this all in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>